Hey, I'm Tony Pringley, your host for the Diversified Podcast, a space where we celebrate and amplify the voices of entrepreneurs from underrepresented backgrounds. On my podcast, you'll hear firsthand from those who have maneuvered through various barriers and have taken a chance and made their business dreams into a reality. Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Diversified Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Tony, and I'm so excited you're tuning in. Today, we have a fun episode planned for you that will be centered around my favorite subject, dating. Today's guest is Maxine Williams, a graduate from Syracuse University who loves the outdoors, music, food, and art. During the day, she's a producer at a large media company, and in the evening, she runs a successful event planning company called We Met IRL. If you're not hip with the terms, we met in real life. This event company is centered around speed dating events for people of color. Oh yeah, and fun fact, Maxine recently went TikTok viral from her speed dating event, which gave her tons of buzz and interest. Today, we're going to chat with Maxine about her vision behind We Met IRL, then dive into the very interesting topic of dating. All right, let's get started. Hi, Maxine. How are you? Hi, Tony. I'm doing really great. How are you? I'm doing good. It's Friday. I don't know about you, but I'm so excited for the weekend. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, but I'm excited about the weekend, but I'm even more excited to dive into we met irl kind of like your vision behind what we met irl so i like to ask all of my guests kind of about their aha moment everyone has one every founder entrepreneur has one so can you let us know about the aha moment that prompted you to create we met irl yeah absolutely so i had attended a speed dating event in new york city that wasn't really diverse. And at the time, I really just went to do something different. I was bored with the dating apps and I got an ad for it to go. So I went with one of my friends and after attending and realizing it wasn't super curated or they didn't put a lot of thought into engaging people from diverse backgrounds, I felt like I could create something better. And I also combined that with the fact that I had constantly been having conversations with my friends and peers about wanting an alternative to the dating apps because, you know, it's the pandemic. We're tired of looking at screens all day and we're all romanticizing this idea of just meeting our forever person in real life outside of these dating Uh apps. And that's how I came up with the name we met in real life because Every, all my friends, everyone I talk to wants that experience. They want to have met their partner in real life. Even when I have friends who met their partners on an app, sometimes they want to lie and say like, oh, we met at a coffee shop. Like, they want to say we met in real life. And Mm -hmm. that's why I thought the name was kind of like a wink at like, oh, if, if I do end up making someone match together at my event, they can say we met in real life. Like. At these awesome at the event and in real life, yeah. Exactly. And, there, and it's so true because there is something about, like, you're seeing someone from across the room, they're seeing you, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to go talk to them, rather than, like, okay, yeah, I swipe right, and then we just, like, met at a bar or, like, met at a restaurant, and it's just, it's just different. Yeah, it really is. It feels, like, real, even in the yeah. movies, you know, from the 90s up to today, 
all the rom-coms we like are like, oh, they just bumped into each other at the airport or something. And Mm -hmm. we want that alternative. We want that experience. Yeah. And then people can get swipe fatigue also. And then I also feel like on dating apps, you almost kind of forget there's people on the other side because you're just like, left left right right and it's like what the heck that person is like a real person with a real personality so it's just kind of hard yeah it's reducing everything about a person to an image and a couple lines of text and sometimes i see people power swiping they're not even reading people's profiles it's a hundred percent looks and obviously like we're visual creatures but Mm -hmm. at a speed dating event or something you have time to talk to that person you're not just gonna like look at them you might focus on a word on their profile and say no next where Mm -hmm. that could have been someone who you really would have liked if you had met them in real life and they were able to engage with you outside of the yeah that could have been your soulmate and you didn't like their first picture and now you just missed out Mm -mm. exactly you're still single (laughs) exactly so starting your own business or like any venture can be difficult and intimidating. And seriously, I admire that you saw a problem and you're like, I'm creating my own thing. So how did you get the courage to take the leap of faith and create We Met IRL? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So I feel like I got the faith and courage to start We Met IRL through not only my faith, like as a Christian and believer, mm-hmm. And also from my community, my friends and family, I talked to all of them at the time of my idea, just just being a thought in my head and really thinking through like, is it is this a good idea or is it just a good idea in my head? And everyone was just overwhelmingly so supportive of me. And that was really the push in the direction that I needed to say like, okay, it's, it's not just a good idea to me, it's a good idea to my friends and my family. and people who would be honest with me or would provide feedback if it wasn't such a good idea. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, combining that with my own beliefs and the fact that if I'm given an idea and I see it through, I know that it's going to be a success. And if it's not a success, I'm going to be able to learn from it. And I hate like the idea of what if I didn't want to like have this great idea and not pursue it, you know? So I, I just wanted to go for it. And if it flopped, whatever that is what it is and that's the thing some people are afraid to like go after creating like their own business or just doing anything because especially with social media if you pub it and then it doesn't work out and you're like uh people ask you about it to some people it can be like a bit not embarrassing but you're just like oh like it just didn't work out so but you've been super successful with it so you you haven't really had to have those conversations and i love the fact that you said kind of like your friends and your family and like your village and being and they're kind of like your hype squad they're Mm -hmm. like telling you go for it go for it and that's like i that's half the battle in my opinion if you have people that believe in your idea believe in you it just becomes easier to pursue your dreams yeah it's so important to have people in your life who not only support you, but can be honest with you. And like I said, Mm. I have my family and friends who I know are going to say like, no, this is whack, or actually you should do this instead or adjust it this way. So not only like feedback, but constructive feedback on how to make it better or how to adjust. And I'm really grateful. And I also think like that's important for anyone, even if just in life to have people in your corner to 
keep pushing you to keep going in whatever you do, whatever, whether it's like you're moving or starting a new opportunity or pursuing a new business. Yeah. Honest feedback is key because sometimes you'll have a village, but it's a bunch of like, yes, men. And they're just like, they, you know, they don't want to hurt your feelings. So they're like, yeah, yeah, just do it, just do it. And it's like, what the heck? Why didn't you guys, why weren't you guys just like honest with me? Yeah. Um, but speaking of village, it seems like that really worked in your favor with creating We Met IRL. But let's kind of talk about some hardships with creating your own venture, your own business. What do you think was your biggest obstacle when creating We Met IRL? Um, I think... I had a few obstacles, but I guess my biggest one was just like convincing people outside of my network that mm. it, was, it was a good idea. You know, kind of just with anything you see online, there's a legitimacy aspect that you need, um, whether it be like you're attending a Broadway show that that's legit because it's Broadway or you're going to an, a party and this venue posted it they've legitimized it because you trust that location whereas with my event initially my face wasn't on it it was just like a page with a flyer and it's like what is mm -hmm. this like it might be cool but they have like 10 followers you know like yeah, when yeah, yeah. starting it's it's nobody there um so which i think by, which by the way now you have like a thousand followers almost two thousand i'm at almost like two thousand followers yeah, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Okay, yeah, so the legitimacy so, aspect, yeah. Yeah, so it was convincing people to trust in it and believe that I'm intentionally planning this event. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. And I've thought of the ways in which normal speed dating events aren't fun and how to change that, especially in relation to thinking about what's appealing to minorities versus the general public. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how you've kind of made yourself like stand apart from like other speed dating. So listeners are probably like a speed dating event for people of color in New York City. Sign me up. I know a lot of my friends are definitely interested. So can you kind of walk us through like a we met IRL? Like what can people expect? For sure. So I think the I'll start backwards with the event I attended. So at that event, you just get there and sit down in front of the person you're going to start speed dating with. And then you rotate like 10 times. Yeah. There's no like activity or mixer aspect of it to see who's in the room or to like meet people outside of just like you're in front of this guy talk. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I wanted to change that because me and my friend, unfortunately, we're also late. So we didn't get a chance to like see people because if you're early, you can like look around on your own. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted to bring people together. Like you all bought a ticket. You're here tonight. Like let's do something before y'all all sit down because that's that's a high pressure moment. Even if you are outgoing, leading up to it, even I was a little nervous. I'm I'm really not a nervous person, but I was like, oh, it's it's happening. Um, yeah. So at my events, you come in, you get checked in, you get your name tag, um, and then we play a group activity. And it varies based on the event and like what I'm planning. Um, but it's just an activity to get everyone in the room standing up and able to look at who's in the room. And the activity is usually like some kind of fun icebreaker just to see like people's opinions on random topics. 
Um, and it gets people talking and maybe that like quiet guy or girl in the corner is like engaging with someone standing right next to them who they would have never talked to if mm -hmm. there was no group activity. And I also created that because like I said, I was running late to my event. People are going to run late. It happens. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to happen at my events, but it's going to happen. And I would hate for you to be 10 minutes late and you missed like the start of speed dating. Um, mm. if you miss the group activity or you walk into the group activity, you can easily slide in and join and you don't feel as bad about like missing the whole point of the event. Um, so yeah, we do one or two group activities and then we, or everyone gets a drink at my events. So you get a drink too. Ooh, and okay. then you, yeah, <laughs> sit down and before you sit down, um, me and my co-hosts hand out some questions for you guys, just like some icebreaker questions that aren't like, what do you do? Where are you from? Yeah. That's boring. And that was another part of the speed dating event I attended that I didn't like. Cause it was like, okay, I'm going to have this, the same conversation 10 times. And I'd also hate for you to like, be sitting in front of a person who you might actually hit it off with, but you just didn't talk about the right thing. Cause mm. like you, you say, hi, I'm Tony. I'm from Nebraska. Okay, cool. Next question, you know, right. but what if you're into gardening and I'm into gardening, but how is that mm -hmm. going to come up? Like just in a random conversation, or maybe there's like some activity you're looking forward to this weekend. And we don't even get to talk about that because we're stuck on, what do you do? Why are you in New York? Because blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. you have like three to five minutes. Ooh, Time that's pretty long. Guys, yeah, yeah. You got to be good, though. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you get six random questions. Everyone gets different questions, um, so you have an interesting conversation as you start rotating. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so every, the girls sit on one side, the men sit on the other, and you rotate usually like ten times. And, and I do everyone, tell them, like, please use the questions. Like, I worked hard to prepare those, and I don't want you to say, like, what are you looking for? Or why are you here? You know, like, yeah, no, yeah. go to Hinge for that. Ooh, <laughs> um, yeah. But um, what else happened? At the end of the event, you get a, everyone gets an exit survey, and there's also a part where you can list your top three people, and I will match you if you match. Um, so, Tony, like, if you attended and you liked Mark, and Mark, like to you, I'll send you an email like, Tony, you got a match. Ooh, okay. So it's kind of, is that, I guess that's kind of like March Madness. I don't, I don't know if that's really like March Madness. Like the but yeah, like the brackets and stuff. Okay, so at the end, you're like vibing. You see like, you know, you're going and chatting around. And then at the end, you're matched, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Okay. Yeah, and then later on, like you'll turn in, you'll turn in your um, survey. Mm -hmm. and I'll match you like the next week, but I don't think it's like necessary. Like, if you're just an outgoing person, Tony, and you're talking to Mark, and you're like, okay, we're vibing, Mark. What's your number? Or hopefully, Mark asks you for your number, yeah. and you already hit it off, and you're on to the next guy. Like during the speed dating. That option is really for like the more shy people who is like, mm -hmm. maybe you were talking to Mark, but you can't really tell if he liked you or was he just being nice. Um, but I, I totally want people to approach who they like and take the lead on that. And I do reiterate that at the event, just because after the speed dating, I 
want people to hang out and stay, buy more drinks, order food or something, because usually we're at a bar or restaurant, um, and that's your chance to, like, go up to Mark and say, like, hey. Yeah, and just, like, mix and mingle. Exactly, because that, that's what I want you to do. Get off the screens and yeah. don't, don't rely on these third parties. Well, this to... has been such a great conversation. Like I said, I could literally talk about dating all day, every day. But mm-hmm. I wanted to close out with you kind of giving advice to someone who kind of wants to start their own venture or their own business. Yeah, yeah. I would love to give some advice. So I think number one, trust your gut and also rely on leaning on others' opinions on what your idea is before you like double down on it because I feel like I've had so many like million dollar ideas that yeah. then you wake up the next morning or something like what was I thinking or like mm-hmm. yeah that's an app called Twitter or whatever yeah. you know um so I think but if if it's something you really believe in and trust in like really pursue that and go through all the correct avenues on doing that. And like I said, talking to your community, that's research. Ask them, do you think this is a good idea? Would you use this? Be honest with me. And rely on those people that are brutally honest, not the ones who always say yes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, talk to those people. And if you don't have people like that, you need to, like, change that Mm because it's not a good look. And what else would I say? I'd say also investing your ideas because like with me, I'm not making a profit off of it, just off of this just yet, but I believe in what I'm doing and I know it's going to be successful and I'm totally okay with that. Um, So I think, I think that's another thing. And you know, you always hear that, like you got to invest in yourself or spend money to make money. Mm -hmm. Um, I totally believe that if, if it's something that you're a hundred percent on, do it. And you don't want to have that regret. There's like and do it with your full ability. Just do it with your whole heart and just go for it. Yeah, I think one of my biggest inspirational quotes, and I'm gonna get it wrong, but there was this interview with Oprah before she had the Oprah show, and someone was asking her like, "Why are you gonna do? Why are you gonna get your own talk show? Like, what is that?" And she was like, "Well, I believe in it, and honestly, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. I would have tried mm-hmm. it, and I'm still happy with that." And I think that's how we should go into things, not thinking about like the worst, going into it like, what if it is a success? And even if it isn't, I learned from it. If I didn't do it, it's going to be a whole nother thing. Like if something flops, that's one thing. But if you like brought all this hype around something and then didn't do it, people are also going to ask like, whatever happened to that event you were planning next year? Oh, I didn't do it. It's like, that's so lame. Like, yeah just do it. And if it didn't work out, that's when you can say, you know, it didn't work out, but I'm adjusting or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine to fail. Like, and you can, and part of it. yeah, you can always pivot, you know, from what you learned last time, you can make it an even better idea than it was even at the start. Yep. I completely so, agree. That's awesome. Very, very wise words, Maxine. So two questions. When is your next event and how can listeners get in contact or find you on social media or we met IRL on social media? Okay, so we're still booking the space for April, but it's either going to be the 22nd or the 30th, so a Saturday, but we'll be posting about it very soon. And how can people get in contact with my page and my events? 
I am we met IRL on Instagram and you should follow us because that's where we post everything. And mm -hmm. you should also fill out the questionnaire that's in our bio because that's how you'll get on our email list to get invitations to all the events we have. Um, but yeah, we have some awesome stuff coming up this summer. Yes. And I know my events sell out really fast. So we totally have that in mind. And we're thinking about ways to get more people together and gather, especially as the weather gets better and really excited. So please follow. Yay. Well, Maxine, it's been so nice chatting with you. And I'm looking forward to your next We Met IRL. And I hope all the listeners will be there to join you as well. Yes. Thank you, Tommy. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest updates, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at The Diversified Podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Bye.